0: I get things are desperate for the Conservatives. They're about 20 points behind in the polls. Turns out that systematically breaking your own rules during a pandemic, presiding over the longest squeeze in wages since the Battle of Waterloo, crashing the economy with an ideologically crazed agenda, slashing public services and presiding over a collapsing National Health Service isn't everyone's kink. What can you say? But, you know, I get why they want to rig elections in their favour. That is what we're talking about. The attempts by the Conservatives to try and rig elections in the favour of the ruling Conservative Party. Now, the Tories are introducing compulsory voter ID for elections. So, the May elections coming up, the elections of course across the country, local elections, you will need a valid voter, a valid ID in order to vote in those elections. Now, some of you might instinctively go, good, makes sense. Make sure everyone's verified as a voter before they exercise their basic democratic right. Now, before I explain why this is voter suppression, an attempt to help shift elections in the favour of the Conservative Party, let me just explain why the entire premise is a total nonsense. It is a solution chasing a problem that doesn't actually really exist. Now, as the Electoral Commission put it in their 2022 report, the UK has low levels of proven electoral fraud. There is no evidence of large-scale electoral fraud in 2022. Most cases, 93%, resulted in the police taking no further action or were locally resolved through words of advice to those involved. Now, there are actually seven cases of what's called, uh, or allegations, sorry, of personation, people turning up, um, supposedly not being the valid voters. No action was taken by the police in any case, either because of insufficient evidence or because of no evidence of wrongdoing. An allegation, of course, isn't the same as a proven case of voter fraud. Let's look at 2021. There was only one case where a suspect there was given a police caution. That was Kent Police. That was because a woman used her mother's polling card to try and vote in a local government election after her father suggested doing so. The polling station staff suspected she was not the voter name of the polling card. So father and daughter both accepted a caution after the police had obtained advice from the Crown Prosecution Service. That's your one case in 2021. 2019, let's talk about general election, because that's a biggie, isn't it? That's when maybe, the, you know, the stakes are higher for a start. Now, guess how many ballot forward cases there were at the last election? 5,000? 3,000? 1,000? 500? There were 6 we We're talking about six. Now, what the cases here, because it's important we actually unpick what these cases are. In terms of ones that actually ended up with action taken against them, So, one was a Northern Ireland politician putting the old address in the nomination paper. Another was a candidate in South Wales convicted for submitting a nomination form with forged signatures. Another was fined for having a forged signature on the nomination paper. Another for tampering with ballot papers. The only two relevant ones we can use here are a man who didn't, not, this isn't the general election, the European election, a man who voted twice, uh, used his son's name, and another was cautioned for using his father's name to vote after not being on the electoral register. We're talking about introducing voter ID, compulsory voter ID, for everyone. And these are the cases that we can come up with. I mean, it is ludicrous. Now, in 2018, there were five English boroughs which took part in a trial of compulsory voter ID. Not a single case of of impersonation in any of their polling stations in the decade previous to that pilot. You get the gist. But consider the other side of it, because according to the government's own research around 2 million voters don't have voter id. Do you see the problem here because there's no evidence almost of voter fraud. I mean the cases i've come up with are just pitiful, absolutely pitiful. And not the sort of, you know, in in most cases than when we're talking about fraud or allegations of fraud or, or or alleged violations of the law, we're not even talking about people going to the polling stations and voting under someone else's name. We're talking about people forging signatures and the like, which obviously voter ID is going to have no impact on. So, But we are talking about up to 2 million people being disenfranchised, which is obviously a far graver problem than the almost non-existent ca- problem of voter fraud. So what, the odd case of what, like a, a someone using voting under his dad's name compared to 2 million people? who might not be able to vote as a consequence, turning up to voter to, to polling stations and being turned away. Now, only 10,000 people have applied for government-issued voter ID because the government's not even... You'd think if they're going to introduce this sort of thing, they'd go, they'd, they'd go around telling everyone very loudly, hey, everyone, just so you know, obviously democracy is very important. It's really, really important. We really care as the government that, you know, as the custodians of British democracy, that you get the right to vote. So don't miss out please. You know, they have wall-to-wall ads across social media, the internet, billboards everywhere. They haven't done that, have they? At all. So, most people, I bet some of you watching this or listening to this, I I, I guess, on average, more politically engaged than much of the British population. I bet lots of you watching and listening to this didn't know that this law is coming in, and the election is next month. So, what we're talking about here is voter suppression. Let's explain why. Because as the comedian, Amanda Inuchi points out, he, of course, of The Thick of It fame, um, he, he tweeted, back of my polling card for local elections. For the first time, vo- voter ID is required. Card gives many options for elderly or those with disability. None. None for younger or student voters. The policy simply biased against younger voters designed to suppress their vote. I mean, that is the absolute cru- crux of the issue, isn't it? Crux of the issue is they are making it harder for younger people to vote um, wh- whereas older people will have lots of valid photo ID. I mean, to make that, just to reinforce that case, as Sol st- uh, Standing puts on Twitter, why does an Oyster card count as ID for people over 60 but not for young people over, uh, um, over 18? A real mystery. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So that Oyster card will be valid if you're a pensioner but not if you're young. Now, in the last general election, 56% of 18 to 24-year-olds voted for the Labour Party, of those who voted... Turnout is lower amongst young people, uh, lower uh, than, than older people. And obviously, this is going to make that worse. Uh, 56% of 18 to 24-year-olds voted Labour. Only 21% voted for the Conservatives. Um, for those between 16 and 69, 57% voted Tory. And of the over 70s, 67% voted Tory, with just 14% opting for the Labour pie. Now, obviously, as we can see there, there are older people who do vote Labour. My mum's one of them. She's in her 70s. Um, But there is a generational divide when it comes to voting, which has opened up in quite a dramatic fashion in the 2010s. And what this is doing is making it harder for younger people who the Conservatives know full well are much more likely to vote for the Labour Party. Uh, It will make it harder for them to vote. Now, you know, to reinforce this point, at the 2017 election, Labour had a massive lead amongst people with no driving licence. So the Tories know this. They know this data. They know the people who are more likely to be disenfranchised are people who do not vote for the Conservative Party. Now, Tories, you know, they attempted to introduce a law to strangle Labour's trade union funding and cut so, and, and to cut so-called short money, which is given to opposition parties um, to help ensure that the government is scrutinising democracy functions. That was George Osborne, by the way, who's now hailed as a sort of moderate. Um, he's, I think, the architect of some of the worst problems in the country. I've done a video on that. Do you Google that? Uh, they introduced individual voter registration um, which hits those least likely to vote because what happens is um, it's those who move house more, move flat more, um, who tend to be younger, younger private renters change address, and they're they're the ones who are um, least likely to vote again for the Conservative Party. Young private renters overwhelmingly vote for the Labour Party, um, and they attempt to slash the, parliament- the number of parliamentary seats based. On electoral boundaries, which are based on unrepresentative voter uh, roles, obviously harms them, um, younger voters. Well, it means you get constituencies, which were again weighted in favour of the Conservative Party, um, because of an unrepresentative voter registration rolls. because students and private tenants are driven off the electoral register because of their because of their policies. Now, you can already see the disparity in votes because according to the Commons Library, in 2019, the Conservatives got one seat for every 38,000 just over votes, while Labour got one seat for every uh, just under 51,000 voters. And it took to get a Lib Dem vote, a a Lib Dem MP, 336,000, and a Green MP, 866,500. I mean, again, you can see there. Obviously, first past the post—that's partly how it works, because it's about where the how the cookie crumbles, where you concentrate your support. But they—the the system is so weighted in favour of the Conservative Party as is. Now they're copying this from U.S. Republicans, who have introduced all sorts of laws like voter ID and making it harder to vote. um um, particularly obviously aiming at those voters like black americans who are the least likely to vote for the republicans you see the right depend on restricting the franchise they depend on making it harder for people to vote particularly those who are poorer and younger and from minority backgrounds that's what this is all about it's a straightforward attempt to rig elections and what labour should be talking about is we should have automatic voter registration votes for 16 and 17 year olds Uh, we should be expanding the right to vote not restricting the right to vote which is what the conservatives do if we expand the right to vote then it will make it worse for the conservatives but there's a principled case for making it easier to vote making it harder to vote is an attack on democracy and the conservatives know that and the only reason they're doing it is for crude partisan ends it's rigging elections and we need to speak out against it please like subscribe and do support us on patreon.com i will see you in a bit